now it's time for Rod and Real Radio with your hosts, Hop Along John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California, Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. Rod and Real Radio brought to you by El Cajon Ford at Broadway and Main or online at ElCajonFord.com. Whether it's time for a new or used car or truck or you need to take advantage of San Diego's best quick lane for service with genuine Ford parts, brand name tires at competitive prices, remember nobody beats El Cajon Ford. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Real Radio, the best stop on your radio dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Hey, Mark Larson, thank you very much, and everybody, welcome to Rod and Real Radio. I am your underfished host, Hop Along, John Cassidy, and it is our pleasure to greet you tonight. I hope you all are having a great night. Hey, we have a great show lined up for you, but before we do that, we want to uh, remind you that our thoughts and prayers go out to all our friends in South Texas in the Houston area. The impact of Hurricane Harvey and its aftermath are really catastrophic. We ask you to support those agencies that will help the folks in this area, not only help them to endure the next few days, but also will assist them in the cleanup and restoration of their area. So. Please take heed of that. Uh, big happenings there in southern Texas. But, again, welcome to Ron Real Radio. Hey, we've got a great show lined up for you tonight. Uh, Steve Orpeza is going to be with us. He is with American Maple, Promar. You know those people for lobster traps and nets, but Stan has asked him to come aboard. He has found some other great products that Promar is dealing with, so we'll talk to Steve about those. Zach Zorn will be with us tonight. He'll have a local boaters report, and then also tell us about a couple of unbelievable buys that you can find at Kessler Yachts. James Nelson will be with us for the Southern California Inshore Report, and then Captain Drew Card will be joining us. Captain Drew's not only going to fill us in on the Pacific Queen, but also tell us a little bit about five-star fish processing, so that should be good. And if we've got enough time and we can catch up with him, Marty Guth from Guth's Lodge, he's going to be with us along with Shay McAtee. Shay just did a Stoked on Fishing program with Stan Vandenberg up there at Guth's Lodge. Got a little out of his comfort zone, so we're going to find out if indeed they really did have a good time. But before all this begins, let me talk to you, let me say hello to my co-host, it's the voice of 1-800-BASSBOAT and a pretty good fisherman in his own right, Mr. Stan Vandenberg. Stan, how you doing, sir? Good evening, John. Good evening, everybody. Well, I'm in the process of getting ready to fish. I'm trying to figure out what to take on a five-and-a-half day here coming up in uh, two weeks on the, on the Top Gun 80, and the fishing is just now starting to kind of open up. We're seeing a little of everything out there. So we saw a picture of you guys were on the Internet and happened to be friends with uh, Wendy Toshihara. She had a fish. It was as big as she is or bigger. 
And anytime you get a fish that's bigger than you, I don't care how tall you are, that's a good one. Well, not only that, Stan, uh, we want to give kudos to uh, Adam uh, Packalock. He was fishing off of North Torrey Pine State Beach. He was surf fishing, and he landed what appears to be a 20-pound yellowtail out of the surf. So Now, there's a... That's a task. <laughs> hey, hey, before we get on to our first guest, we also want to give a shout-out to the fine folks at D.L. Taylor Plumbing. They listen to Rod and Reel Radio. Guys, thanks a lot very much. Go out there and do a good job. Keep those pipes clean, man. <laughs> hey, hey, Stan, let's get on to our first guest because I believe he's with us. He is... Uh, with uh, American Maple, most people know it as Promar, Mr. Steve uh, or- Orpeza. Steve, how you doing tonight, sir? Hey, how's it going, guys? Nice to uh, be a part of this. Thank you very much for having me. Well, thanks yep. for taking a little time out of your busy schedule to be with us. I know you've been running all, all over the place doing shows. But, yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I got a whole time of the year. Now. We're very, very busy. Yes, you are. And, and one thing that, that I know for a fact is a saltwater fisherman and a freshwater fisherman, but the saltwater guys don't understand how these guys really impact our fisheries, I mean, our fishing when we're out there, because all of those sabiki rigs that really work, these guys produce those. That sabiki rod that, I mean, if you don't have one, you ought to buy one <laughs> this year uh, just for making bait as we start getting into the further end of the year or any long-range guys for sure. But they, they always have other products that, you know, other than the lobster traps and the nets and the things that they have that uh, they come up with. And one of them is a new product that I saw uh, advertised, just a quick blurb. I got a hold of Steve, and I wanted him to come on and talk about some of the new products that they're bringing out for the tuna season here. Yeah, so one of the, one of the hot new products that we're, uh, we're introducing, that we introduced here at ICAST, is our brand-new Live Deception Cedar Plugs. These are, like, the ultimate cedar plug, basically. These cedar plugs come with 150-pound fluorocarbon. They're notched on the tail so the hook is set in the right position at all times while trolling. These are also balanced and tuned, so they're always swimming in the right position. And uh, they come with 250-pound crane swivels, so their maximum reliability, these things are not going to break under pressure. These are the ultimate uh, cedar plugs that you guys can be using while searching for those yellowfin or bluefin. Well, right now is perfect timing for that. I know that they may not be in the market. I don't know if they are yet or not. But for the the rest of the season here, we're just starting to see the yellowfin that showed up. Uh, we got yellowtail and dorado on the kelps, and the guys are starting to catch the trollfish, and the bigger fish are starting to eat the bait fish. Now, I saw some some uh, some of these baits where you've got several different colors, uh, and you've got a singles and a daisy chain. Do you want to talk about that? Yes, sir. So we're offering a sardine pattern, an anchovy pattern, a green mackerel, a blue mackerel, and the latest color that we've just developed is going to be a mahi color, which is which is, I mean, it looks awesome. It's nothing like you've ever seen before. The pattern on this, these are real fish images that we're taking and we're putting them on these cedar plugs. So it's, it's a very unique, uh, very unique lure that most people have not seen on the market before. And these are uh, currently on the market. They're available at tackle stores. So if you guys are interested, call your local tackle shop and see if they have them in stock. So you've made them in a daisy chain, too. Now, I have never trolled a daisy chain cedar plug. I've trolled cedar plugs all over the ocean because they work, but 
a daisy chain. So this is something new. Right, yeah. So it, it's actually funny how we've uh, we got into the whole daisy chain thing. I was on a sport boat last season, and uh, I was talking to one of the captains, and he was telling me how he had a daisy chain that he had come across a while back, and he would lend it out to the guys on the sport boat. And that guy, that on, the only guy that had that daisy chain, everybody would complain because that was the guy that would hook up constantly. I mean, and it makes sense because tuna are predatory fish, and they're always going to strike, you know, whatever. If there's a school of fish, they're going to strike that rather than just the single fish. So the more action in the water, the more likely you're, you're, you are to get hit from those tuna. And it makes sense with these daisy chains. Well, they sure look good. Um, I can't wait to... To, to try them on this new, uh, the new baits on this five and a half day coming up. Uh, that's for sure. You know, you, you've got an anchovy colored one. Did you say? I know that yeah. the, the sardine and anchovy is really what they're they're keyed on right now. But that bigger mackerel color for that bigger tuna will will be something I think that will have to come in play here pretty quick. Absolutely. So I just got back from a trip uh, from a two and a half day. We went down uh, about 150 miles. And the two colors that did absolutely amazing for us, we tried every single color, we trolled it for hours, but the two colors that seemed to be, get, uh, to be struck the most were our sardine color and our anchovy. Every color was out, but for whatever reason, they were just really keying in on those anchovy colors and the sardine colors. Well, it makes sense because that's what the majority of our bait right now, we've got a lot of sardine out there and we've got a lot of anchovies out there. So exactly. So that, that fish is really keying in on that. Um, the the bigger that bigger tuna that's out there that bigger bluefin it might look at the yellow they're not really kind of really eating the fin bait yet but they'll they will look at that mackerel but they haven't been eating the troll bait unless it looks like a flying fish so right but this right. will come around I really think that these are going to make a real difference here in this ongoing season. I mean, I, everybody that's seen them so far is just uh, is amazed with them. They they look awesome. They're, I'm sure. I mean, if they look awesome to us, they're going to look awesome to the fish. I mean, they're they're just absolutely beautiful lures. Well, it'll be fun to pull them. I can't. <laughs> uh, again, I, I mean, we the guys that are that have been fishing for a long time. A cedar plug is one of the things you've got in your box when you're going to go out there and troll for yellowfin or, or even, you know, the fish on the kelp patties, anything will come up and eat the cedar plug. Why that is, I don't know, because it just doesn't look like it should be eaten, but they eat that doggone thing. And these new ones, I mean, we've had cedar plugs that have been colored differently, but these are pretty good. i got to admit, they are really good-looking baits. Well, thank you. Thank you, Stan. Hey, Steve, when I was at uh, ICAST, uh, Jim Salazar also showed me a, uh, a new lure that you had come out with that was, it looked like an in-between uh, uh, a knife jig and a flat fall, but I've used that thing. It's got really great action. You've got it in all the great colors. Uh, tell us about that new lure. Yeah, so it's actually our salt jigs. We've had them for we've had them for a number of years, but we've actually decided to change something up with them. We actually re-rigged these things with a an, uh, assist hook. Um, we know that everybody lately has been fishing assist hook style jigs, so we decided that we had to bring something to the market that would compete with those other jigs. And these jigs are. Um, they're rigged with a 300-pound split ring and have 300-pound Dyneema rigging to a Mustad 4X wire hook. These are, I mean, these are excellent for going after the, those bluefin, those yellowfin, yellowtail, any big game fish. These jigs are ready to just tie on and throw them out there at them. 
They're awesome jigs. And like you said, they come in um, they come in our assault patterns, which are more of a shiny and vibrant colored uh, jig. And then they also come in our live reception jig, which is a, a real fish image transfer onto these jigs. So you can get, a, get them either in a high reflective pattern or in a realistic bait pattern as well. So with the, the 300-pound Dyneema, do you have an a extra, you know, 4X strong hook that you put on there also? Yeah, exactly. We do a 4X. Um, it's a black nickel bustad hook. It's a 4X, uh, 4X wire hook as well. It's an assist hook. Wow. Sweet. Now, for the guys that don't understand what we're talking about here, this is a uh, – how many ounces are they? I'm sorry? How many ounces are these jigs? They go, we do them from 2 ounce all the way up to 10 ounce. Whew. So it, what we're doing for uh, fishing for these larger bluefin out here in the dark, you get up for oh dark 30 in the morning when they find the areas that, you, that these bluefin will be in, and they don't necessarily have to be underneath your boat because they'll find this stuff. It glows in the dark. You drop it down, uh, and they, you always want to be above a bluefin. You don't want to go down below them. You want to be above the fish because they always look up to feed. So once you get there and they see this thing glowing in the dark and you're working it like a, either a squid jig or something, or you can reel, suck, you know, reel a couple of times and then drop it back down slowly, reel it up a couple of tw- uh, winds. When you get bit on these, the good part is with that, 300-pound Dyneema, and the, the hook is separate from the weight of the bait. A lot of the baits have, have the hooks that are uh, attached to the bottom of the bait. With the, with the hooks, hooks attached to the top like this, the fish has a harder time getting rid of that hook because the weight is not working for them, which is really a key factor in landing your fish nowadays. We've had a lot of guys, if you've heard the records and, and the recordings of the skippers coming in, you know, they had a lot of casualties. A lot of hookups, a lot of casualties. It's hard to keep exactly. your rod bent into that big fish and keep that bait solid in the face of the fish or in the mouth of the fish uh, when he's coming up because they like to turn face up or nose up and do a roll, and they'll, you know, your rod will go completely flat, and there's no more bend in it, and then they take off and go the other way, and they'll shake the jig out. So this will really help in that. Yeah, and with, with the fish king in on, on all the squid that's been around, the color that you really want to go to if you're going to be out on those bluefin grounds early in the morning or late in the evening, that's when we've seen that the, that we've seen that the bite pattern has been in early in the morning or late in the evening. You really want to go to, like you said, a glow pattern jig, something that's going to stand out to them. As soon as they see it, they're going to strike it. Wow. Well, Steve, it's hard to, to find all the products that Promar has, and we haven't even talked about you guys that are out there looking for the little fishies that Mike Carpenter used to make. Uh, Promart's got a good selection of those. And, Steve, we're going to have to call you again because lobster season is right around the corner, and Promar has absolutely the best equipment to catch lobsters up there for the recreational fishermen. That's right. We're getting ready for it. It's that time of the year again. You know, right. the, the Promar does so much. I mean, I really can't tell you guys. Uh, we just talked about bass fishing and, and uh, to bluefin to lobster fishing all in one foul swoop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steve, if uh, people want to see more of the products that American Maple uh, Promar have, uh, where can they go to uh, uh, see the selection of products that uh, you offer? You guys can visit us at AmericanMaple.com, and that will take you to either the Ahi side of the brand or the Promar side. 
or anyone can go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, follow us at Promar-AhiUSA, and all of our products. We post videos about our products, pictures, everything you guys need to know. You just visit us there. Well, Steve Orpeza, thank you for being with us from uh, Promar. Uh, it's going to be it's still a great season out there. We'll get back to you, too, here in a couple of weeks, and when we start talking a little bit about uh, recreational lobster fishing, thank you for being with us. Thanks for helping Stan out, too, on his trips. We appreciate your assistance, and we have your products here at Angler's Arsenal. You guys are one of our best suppliers. We appreciate it very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. All right. Uh, That was uh, Steve Orpeza from uh, American Maple. You probably know him from Promar or Ashi or whatever it is, but uh, great products. Guys, we're going to take a break right now. Coming up next, Zach uh, Zorn is going to be with us. Private boater is going to tell us a little bit about what's happening out there in the offshore uh, waters. Stay tuned. Stan and I will be back after these messages. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M 619-222-1144, or visit their website at 
www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics, McCoy line, Spro products, Gamakatsu hooks, G. Loomis fishing rods, Shimano products, Ovet reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal Tackle Store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. 2015 and 16, Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with the brand new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your baitcasters. The PTA design has a new PTXA frame. Lighter, stronger, bone-crushing drag. Quantum fishing. We are performance-tuned. Check them out at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa or anglersarsenal.com or give us a call at 619-466-8355. It's a big deal. You know, I've always wanted to be on Rod and Reel Radio Line. <laughs> <laughs> I won the Bassmaster Classic. I did a, a McDonald's commercial, but now I know I've made it. I fulfilled my dream. <laughs> that is just absolutely awesome. Dan and I, we want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio. Hey, we're going to have uh, Captain Drew Card on uh, with us a little while to give us what the local fishing conditions are like. But, Stan, the reports that are coming in, we, we just did that promo for H&M Landing. Constitution came in. They had 16 anglers and came in with 64 bluefin tuna on a two-and-a-half-day trip and uh, eight yellowtail. Jig Strike, they came in with 16 bluefin, and the Ranger 85 came back with 136 yellowfin tuna, 45 bluefin, five yellowtails. And right now, the legend is out there, and they've hooked up 37 times. They've brought seven fish to the boat that are between 70 and 150 pounds, and they're still catching fish. And we do have a Rod and Reel radio trip going on out. It's going to be September the 5th. Give uh, uh, Sea Adventure Sports Fishing a call at 760-753-8394 and hook up to come along with us on the Rod and Reel radio trip aboard the Legend on September the 5th. So, you know, Dan, the fishing's great out there. You know, that's it. Just as this last week has really started picking up, you know, and that that fin bait is starting to they're starting to eat the the uh, sardines and the anchovies for us, and the numbers have started to pick up, and you see any quality fish being caught again here. I mean, our the timing is just absolutely perfect. My my trip on the Top Gun eighty leaves on the eighth, uh, eighth to the fourteenth, and I and I just had I think two guys that uh, called up and couldn't go. So if you want to call me, uh, you can use the number to the office and call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Just spell BASSBOAT. The T is free. The call's on me. If you're interested in going, let me know. And we'll see what we can do about putting you on board a pretty special group of guys and, and a pretty special trip. It looks like it's going to be epic again. So I think, well, we'll, we're, I think our timing is really good, John. I think it is, and uh, hey, let's find out, though, what's happening out there right now, because our local uh, private boater uh, expert, uh, Zach Zorn, is with us. Give us a little bit of an idea of what's happening and some of the little uh, 
quirks that have been happening out there. Zach, are you with us? Yeah, good evening, guys. Hey, good evening, Zach. How you doing? Doing great, like always. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, no, thanks for being with us. Hey, tell us, though, you know, private boater, what have you been hearing from some of the guys that have been going out there and even yourself? Man, there's a widespread of fish. You already kind of touched on it. you got the yellowfin down south that's eager to bite now, bluefin out west, and then up north, Channel Islands area, there's uh, marlin and swordfish making a good showing. <laughs> and just and just to keep things inter, inter, interesting, uh, you got the yellowtail bite up and down the coast that has just been phenomenal the past uh, two weeks, I'd say, or, or maybe even longer. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, as you heard at the beginning yeah. of the show, we... Uh, uh, gave uh, kudos to uh, Alan uh, Patchelock, who uh, was surf fishing off of North Torrey Pines State Beach. And I don't know the exact weight, but from the picture, he's holding a yellowtail that he caught in the surf that's over 20 pounds. That, that's incredible. And, <laughs> and Torrey, Del Mar, La Jolla, I fished the Coronados last week, and we had a great pick of 15-pound yellows. Um, with some 10 to 12 pound bluefin mixed in, all on a fin bait, and oh, nice. that was just uptight to the island. Uh, we even hooked a dorado uptight to the island at wow. the same time. Uh, so you have good mixed bag, and then I went on uh, the dolphin here a couple of days ago on a half day, and we went up uh, north to La Jolla, and got set up on the anchor and the yellowtail. Uh, they came through pretty good, and uh, the the yo-yo iron. Um, sliding sinker and fly line baits all were working well. What color yo-yo uh, iron? I, I like the blue and white Salas 6X Junior. Perfect. Thank you for the information because that will be an important part of the factors when people start going out there. The you know, dropper loop and the yo-yo seemed to account for the bigger fish. They were, they were more near the bottom, and the smaller fish seemed to be up in the top of the water column. Stan, you I think were you fishing on a dropper? Uh, what was that? How deep were you fishing on the dropper loop? You know, I think we were in about 120 feet, so just a couple cranks off the bottom uh, was doing the trick. Same with the yo-yo. It would come four or five cranks off the bottom. You know, Stan, it's crazy. Last year we had blue and white on the shelf, and I had boxes of them, and they were just sitting there. They weren't going anywhere. <laughs> and now all of a sudden blue and white is, uh, is the thing. Look, Gosh, Zach, I, I hope scrambled egg is still working in mint because we've got plenty of those, too. <laughs> yeah, you know, a couple of years ago, I was talking to the legend himself, uh, Pete Grosbeck, and he oh, said yeah. if there was one iron that he would fish, that he could only fish, it'd be a solid 6X Junior in blue and white for Southern California. So that's wow. been my go-to ever since. Well, you know, with all the anchovy back in the water now, it just makes sense. You know, you've got anchovy is your like your bait of choice here with that small thing. That's what they've been eating. And now it's coming down to the fact they've got to transition to uh, what else is in the water, and the sardine's going to be next in line. The mint will come back around, I'm sure, and scrambled egg will always work for a yellowtail. So it's all good. Yeah. Uh, so it's all going, good. Going on out on the sports fishing boats, uh, how did the quality of the bait seem uh, to you, Zach? You know, it, it was good bait. Uh, there's... A lot of smaller sardine and some bigger sardine. There wasn't a whole lot of that in the middle. So it was really key to get a good bait that was that, that medium size. Um, 
you can kind of tell by looking at it that's not too big, but it's not too small. So a really hot bait, medium size, was almost an instant bite. Um, the bait was a little sluggish. It, it was good quality. It looked like it was cured. Um, it just wasn't as lively as some of the other bait we've seen over the last couple months. All right. And would you suggest uh, nose hooking it, or are you anal hooking it, or what? Nose hook. Um, I, I was asking the captain. Jason was running the boat that day, and they hadn't been getting any fish on the butt hook at all. So I went okay. with the nose hook, and uh, and you could do that to straight to a hook, or even run a, a half ounce sliding sinker straight to the hook as well, and that was working just fine. Now you're saying Ooh. there was some small bluefin running around there. Uh, tell us about that because bluefin running around the Coronado Islands is always exciting. Down at, the de- at that time, it was down at the South Kelp Ridge, which is south of South Island, uh, down to the rock pile. And okay. it was mixed in with the yellowtail, so there would be sonar spots of bluefin. Or since I was fishing on a private boat down there, we, would, we did the slow troll tactic. And we would uh, find high spots and ridges where bait and fish were stacked up. And it was kind of grab bag. We would troll over the spot, and we'd either catch a yellowtail or we'd hook a bluefin. And while we're fighting it, catch a yellowtail. It was pretty incredible. Oh, man, that is great fishing. Well, Zach, uh, we also know that you're with uh, Kessler Yachts, and for the private boaters, do you have any deals over there at Kessler Yachts that we need to know about so some of the guys can go out there and go after those fish? Yeah, with, with how it's shaping up, I don't think you're going to want not want to have a boat in the next couple months. Um, so I got three boats listed right now in three different price ranges that I just wanted to talk about real quick. Um, sure. starting first is a 2014, 20 foot Wilson pilot house. Nice. Um, kind of legendary boats, legendary hulls. Uh, this one's offered at $39,500 with a trailer and uh, 175 horsepower, um, Evinrude on it with only 420 hours. Hmm. So that would be a perfect little commercial skiff. Or if you like hoop netting, coastal fishing, but also want to jet out to the islands, they'd be the perfect, uh, perfect platform for that, but low cost to run. And it's a great haul. Um, now, Wilson Hall is really good. Great haul. And the pilot house, you can get away from the elements, sit yep. down, um, keep your gear dry. It's, it's great. That's over in Mission Bay, so that's uh, in the water, ready to be looked at. And then the second bow is one that I've talked about before, and it's a 26-foot Livesay California Classic. Um, it was redone in 2015. The hull is in 1977, uh, but the owner, he has a yacht restoration company, and so he used his workers to restore the whole boat, and it is immaculate. Uh, sometimes photos make things look better. It looks better in person than it does in the photos. It's immaculate. And if the guys don't know what a live say is, that is one of the, that's kind of a forerunner for most of what the guys are building today. That was a great boat. I mean, absolutely great layout uh, for when you want to sleep. You've got the, the bunks forward and another one cross underneath, right underneath the steps when you go forward uh, underneath, and, and a great platform to fish on, and it'll handle any kind of water. That was, they were a super good boat. And it's, it has a 350 Yamaha on it with only 80 hours, and the boat will do 47 knots. It, it screams. Uh-huh. Um, it also has a flushing toilet that the, that the seller put in and has a dinette piece up forward that turns into a table. Um, and it comes with a tr- brand-new trailer that has 1,000 miles on it, and that's offered at $54,500. Cool. So that, that's a great local boat. And lastly, 
if you want to go really fast, I have a 2007 32-foot fountain center console that that will do 50 miles an hour with twin 250 Verados. Uh, so if you want to get out to the Tanner Bank in style and quickly, <laughs> fountain, the fountain is the boat for you. That is for sure. Wow. And, and, and that, uh, yes, go on. Oh, that, that one has 900 hours on it, and that's, uh, that's offered $99,000. All right. It, well, I got uh, a friend of mine that's looking, Zach. I'm going to put him in touch with you. Please do. I mean, it's it's going to be a great season, and hopefully, hopefully, the next couple of years are just great too. So it'd be great to see everyone just having a blast out there. It's nice to pull into the landing and actually not be able to find a parking spot. It's uh, refreshing to see that. <laughs> hey, if uh, Zach, if people want to get a hold of you there at Kessel Yachts, uh, how's the best way to do it? You know, a phone call or a text is probably the easiest for people. So my phone number is 760-815-8866. I always have my phone on me, so just shoot me a, a phone call or a text message and uh, be happy to talk boats and fishing. All right. And then uh, you also uh, have your ear to the drums, that's for sure. So someone wants to give you a call to give you a reporter to find out what's happening somewhere in our local waters. I know you're always happy to share that information, too. Oh, always happy to help people out. It, it, it's a blast uh, giving intel and then getting reports back that uh, they stack the boat with tuna or yellowtail. All right. Well, good stuff, that, amigo. Good stuff. Yeah, thanks a lot for that great report, and we look, we'll stay in contact with you, and good luck, and I hope you find a new home for a couple of those vessels. They sound really super. I hope so, too, and uh, have a great uh, rod and reel fishing charter coming up. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Hey, we're going to take a break right now. Uh, Coming up after this, the fish icon himself, Captain James Nelson, he's going to be with us with the Inshore Report. So stay tuned. There's still a lot more rod and reel radio to come after these messages. Are you ready to sell your current boat and upgrade in preparation for the 2017 fishing season? It's sure to be one for the bucks. I'm Zach Zorn and a broker for Kessler Yachts located in San Diego. As one of the largest and most reputable brokerages on the West Coast, I can ensure that your boat will be sold in a timely manner or that your dream boat will be found. If you want to sell your boat or looking to purchase one, call Zach Zorn at Kessler Yachts, 760-815-8866 so that your name can be added to our long list of satisfied buyers and sellers. That's Zach Zorn, 760-815-8866. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top angler-tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their product. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. 
Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Don't you just love California in the summer? Just remember, if you love California and you love the boat, please wear your life jacket and make sure the people you love wear one too. Love California, boat California, save California. Share the love at boatcalifornia.com. Sabemos que él también los espera. Los necesita más que nunca. Y aunque él no recordará este momento, ustedes lo recordarán toda la vida. Por eso queremos verte a su lado. Con la reforma a la Ley Federal de Trabajo, también tienes derecho a un permiso por paternidad y ellas a elegir el suyo por maternidad. Conoce más en diputados.gov.mx. Cámara de Diputados. Por México. Sexagésima tercera legislatura. El presidente Enrique Peña Nieto visitó la escuela Xicotencatl en Tlaxcala. Ya nos demostraste que es muy bueno para las matemáticas. ¿Sí te gusta? Sí. Me gusta la nueva forma en la que aprendemos. A mí me gusta aprender y no memorizar. Ahora con el programa de escuelas de tiempo completo, vemos cómo los niños son felices. Al principio tenemos 6.000, hoy tenemos 25.000 escuelas de tiempo completo. Lo bueno cuenta y queremos que siga contando. Quinto informe. Gobierno de la República. Este programa es público, ajeno a cualquier partido político. Queda prohibido el uso para fines distintos a los establecidos en el programa. En el Instituto Nacional para la Evaluación de la Educación, INEE, los escuchamos a ustedes, los maestros de México. Con su participación, replanteamos el proceso de evaluación del desempeño docente, haciéndolo más cercano a cada contexto y fortaleciendo la formación continua que reciben. Con la evaluación docente, contribuimos juntos a la construcción de una educación de calidad. Infórmate en www.ine.edu.mx. Evaluar es para mejorar. Instituto Nacional para la Evaluación de la Educación. El presidente Enrique Peña Nieto visitó un conjunto de viviendas nuevas. Narciso, ¿cómo compraste tu casa? Gracias al crédito este junto con subsidio, pudimos comprar nuestra casa y hoy estamos estrenando. Déjenme compartirles uno de cada cuatro créditos que el Infonavit y el Fobiste han entregado en toda su historia, los hemos otorgado en esta administración. Porque lo bueno cuento y queremos que siga contando. Quinto informe, Gobierno de la República. Este programa es público, ajeno a cualquier partido político. Queda prohibido el uso para fines distintos a los establecidos en el programa. El Instituto Estatal Electoral se suma a la Estrategia Nacional de Cultura Cívica con el compromiso de construir junto a la ciudadanía más espacios de diálogo. A través de tres ejes estratégicos, la verdad, el diálogo y la exigencia, consolidaremos una sociedad más activa, participativa y democrática. Conoce tus derechos cívicos electorales y participa. Descubre cómo en IEDC.mx. Instituto Estatal Electoral de Baja California. This portion of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockley's Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. Look or ask for the rock lease at your local fishing tackle dealer. Hey, Stan and I, we do want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio. And for all of you that were out there scratching your heads going, what the heck was happening? The uh, AM540 transmitters went down for a little while this afternoon. And by law, they have to uh, uh, broadcast five minutes of public service announcements uh, every hour. 
They weren't able to get them in, so what they did is uh, we squeezed in a couple of minutes before the show and a couple of minutes during that intermission. So uh, I'm happy that you stayed with us. And now it's time to go with Captain James Nelson. Captain James Nelson, I hope you're still with us, too. Well, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. (laughs) Or not. Well, Captain, uh, okay, I guess he's not. Maybe, maybe he did uh, did uh, not know that uh, uh, we were running uh, that uh, that intermission. Hmm. Who knows? But you know, he'll he'll find his way back. I know how that works. <laughs> this is live radio, so it, it happens. Well, but, uh, I'm sure that he's doing doing well. He always catches fish, especially the inshore stuff like that. It is going so well. I can't imagine him not just having a better and better season as we go forward. Well, you know, also, Stan, a lot of the people, when I was uh, a couple of weeks ago, it seemed like I was down there with Captain Tim Green on the premiere, and he was kind of lamenting that, uh, uh, you know what, uh, the, uh, you know, we're still doing bottom fish and everything else like that, and the Bonita and the Yellowtail haven't showed up. Well, that has changed considerably. They are uh, out there right now, and even on the half-day boats, they're getting them, and the three-quarter-day boats, it's, it's the best fishing of the year. Well, you know, everything has been about a month behind. Um, odd season, you know, last year we were so far ahead you couldn't see straight. I mean, the fishing's off the charts. This year the currents changed. We had rain for a change in California. Um, weather has definitely changed across the board. You know, we're now seeing we've had a pretty mild August, and now we're seeing the hotter weather coming in, and we're seeing the fishing change with the hotter weather. Um, It's just patterns, and patterns change every year, but uh, we're just going to get started here for the for the better part of the season with all of the fish coming in and eating the fin bait with the bonita coming in and out of the shore where these guys are catching. And they're big bonitas. They're not little guys. Uh, uh, yeah. it's, it's really going to start start being a really good year right now. Well, Stan, talking about odd things, we do have now Captain James Nelson with us. <laughs> Captain there James. you go, Jimmy. Hey. <laughs> It's the dude himself. He is uh, with us, Captain James. Haven't talked to you in a few weeks. How's everything going out there? It's been great, John. You know, just as you guys were saying while I was sitting there listening to you, um, it was been doing good. All right. <laughs> you know, this and, is probably the best best fishing that we've we've had. You know, it's just all of a sudden, boom, good fishing. Hello. I mean, so I mean, <laughs> if you see me with yellowtail and bonita on the boat, it's got to be good. Well, obviously, those aren't coming off uh, the Coronado Bridge, but we did, uh, and we've mentioned a couple times before, there was a large yellowtail caught off of Torrey Pines Beach in the surf. But uh, if people want to go out and and try to get some uh, yellowtail, where are you taking them uh, in our local waters, Captain James? Well, I try, as you know, I try to stay away from the pack, um, but if, if they want to get on a boat and follow the pack, they're welcome to it, but... Uh, we're just finding any break line. You know, you find any break line uh, between Point Loma or even Imperial Beach has got a few uh, break lines. These fish are shallow. They've been shallow for a while. Um, even in La Jolla, we've been hooking them up while calico bass fishing, and they've just been taking us straight to the rocks because we're fishing 15, 20-pound tests for calico bass. So 
uh, once we started upgrading our line, we started landing a few of those. But even, you know, even with 30 and 40 pound tests, I mean, you could fight a, a five to 20 pound fish with it just fine, but you can't find a two ton rock, you know. <laughs> there, there is that part. And those fish, you know, <laughs> the yellowtail have a real propensity of finding the rock pretty quick. Uh, if you're down to the bottom and they can get next to that, man, they are on that rock pile or that piece of kelp and immediately. So uh, that's just part of the thing, trying to get them out. Um, that's, a, that's a chore. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that it really is. I mean, it's something that you really got to, you know, you got to be ready, got to work at it. Um, you know, you got to either fish your bass on heavy gear or, Try to get lucky getting your yellowtail on the light stuff. Yep. <laughs> well, that's it. Now, that's just the way Captain it goes. James, the, uh, the Shelter Island launch ramp, for all intents and purposes, I understand, has closed. How are you getting together with your customers out there? And I've got to imagine they shouldn't be fretting because you are still open for business and can take them out fishing. Well, yeah, John, there's there's several other launch ramps in San Diego Bay for when we're doing that, but then there's also Mission Bay, you know, and, and there's, I think there's probably more room in the Mission Bay ramps anyway, all total, and it seems like there's probably six or seven ramps throughout that bay. For a smaller bay, it's got a lot more launching opportunities. Not everybody has to go out of Dana, although it seems like they do. Um, so <laughs> there's a lot more options there between Ski Beach and De Anza and all that. Uh, you've got South Shores. There's a lot of options, and they're really nice facilities for the most part. I think only uh, the South Shore, or excuse me, De Anza is the one that gets a little skinny at low tide sometimes, gets a little uh, down to two lanes. But even that is a pretty nice little facility. They park, plenty of parking, and they're really good about making sure cars don't get in trailer spots over there in Mission Bay. So. You know, probably a little too good sometimes. <laughs> and not not only that, uh, if you want to take your customers out and if they want to fly line baits, whether it be in the bay or in the immediate uh, uh, coastal area, uh, you still have great bait that's over there in Corbera Basin that you can stock up with. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that is uh, that is the case. I mean, we, we we're pretty blessed with having uh, two nice base that we could shoot out of, you know, so close to good action. And, uh, you know, and even still, I know the guys up in, up north are doing really well, so you've got Oceanside Harbor if you want to go up and out of there. Those guys are doing real well from everybody I talked to. So it's it's just, it, it's like everybody's been saying, it's just all of a sudden the ocean was stocked with yellowtails. Like the trucks just left or something. Like the trout trucks on a lake. It's just like we have to show up the day that the trout, the truck just dumped out a bunch of trout. That's, that's the way it is. Like we know they were there, but all of a sudden they just said, hey, let's go ahead and start biting these sardines these guys are throwing. Right. And everything else. We caught plenty on swim baits. Uh, we've gotten them on um, dead bait, live bait, didn't matter. Uh, guys have been getting them on, you know, trolling various types of lures and even chucking various types of lures. So, you know, uh, whether it be iron or made out of wood or whatever, it's just all of a sudden they're eating everything, John. Oh, wow. It's a good thing. It it sounds great, uh, Captain James. I mean, this is what it's all about. I mean, you know, from from your experience, the fishing's really good right now. Is this kind of late in the season that it's happened? Is it right, you know, on time? Is it early? Uh, uh, what if, what if, what's your feeling? 
You know, for, for Benita, it's not late in the season. Uh, for Yellowtail, even for the size of Yellowtail we're getting right now, usually that's what we're getting this time of year. Uh, I think what happens is we just didn't get the in-between. I mean, we even, especially Barracuda, our Barracuda counts are way down. We were getting more Barracuda in March than we're getting now. Um, and it's not just me. It's, look, look at the sport boats themselves. Look at what you know, our whole fleet is putting out. Uh, the reason why they've been, you know, catching rockfish and bass because they've been willing to play and all the other fish haven't. Uh, and so it, it just, I can't say it's, it's late in the season for it to be active. It's, it's kind of late in the season for it to all of a sudden explode into being good. Where usually it, it starts, it's, it's, uh, good throughout the season. And then we get this, uh, late season stuff. I guess you could call it late season, but I, I find that, the fishing usually is good right after Labor Day, so uh, you know, or excuse me, Memorial Day. So yes, well, you know, well, yeah, I was right the first time. Yeah, so it shows, it, it, shows it, it, what it's happens going... when you wake up three thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. But it, usually the fishing is it, it always stays consistent through you know the August and September, and now you know we've seen the last several years through October and sometimes even through November. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I remember the last couple of years uh, doing really well on our local Bonita Bites in November and then knowing guys who were still getting patty fish, uh, yeah. everything from the Yellowtail to Dorado in November. And I think that's that's the one thing that has been really surprising uh, to a lot of guys that they show up on a patty, they're used to catching Yellowtail, and maybe you get a Dorado. And I think this year the Dorado counts looked good because there wasn't any Yellowtail stealing the bait from them. So. Guys are pulling up on patties, catching Dorado, and yep. uh, and so that's that's cool. Nothing wrong with that. But in the meantime, other than a few island runs that that bursted up with some action, guys are still really kind of wondering where the yellowtail has been. So now all of a sudden they're here. Now, Captain James, I know you've got a lot of people that uh, they like to uh, fish the bays uh, because uh, they're fishing with younger people, or maybe they get seasick, or. They just don't want to go out in the open water, and they go, man, San Diego Bay uh, isn't as accessible as it is, but that is no reason to discount fishing on Mission Bay because Mission Bay is pretty good, darn good fishery itself. Absolutely, uh, and it's they're both really good. And this year I've, I've even uh, learned a few things by almost in, in a way, and this is how this is how my uh, business has helped me a lot as, as an angler and as a guide is um, I've learned to find some more things in, in Mission Bay this year because people wanted to fish it. They so they desperately wanted it, and I went out there with the knowledge that I had and willing to learn some new things, and we've been lucky to make it all work out together. So it's, it's always great. And that's what, I, again, I tell people is so nice about our fisheries is that every day is different. You're always going to learn, and I know we're talking about how good the yellowtail bite is, and somebody might go out tomorrow just have a lousy time and just be, you know, frustrated, maybe worried that the bite's over, and then go out the next day and do well again. So you just never know. You just got to keep playing around, um, follow the change of the conditions, and just be willing to adapt because things that happen, the fish are there. Wow, it sounds good. Well, and I, there's no reason why it's going to be letting up, even though the kids are going back to school now. It doesn't mean that the fish are going, aren't going to stop biting. In fact, it's probably a great opportunity to start booking with you because I'm hoping that you're going to have a couple open dates in September and on October that we'll get a chance to go out with you. There are a few more gaps, which is it's kind of refreshing, kind of nice. Uh, 
uh, one thing folks have to remember is when I'm not out on a trip, doesn't mean I'm not working. And there's there's a few little things that need to get tidied up and, and done on the boat. I just put a new seat cushion on the front seat today, so that was kind of nice. And <laughs> you know, so my my, my little uh, slogan is when I'm not working on the boat, I'm working on the boat. So <laughs> having that little breather to actually get some things done is, is pretty nice. And uh, and folks who uh, start booking with me now are. I think they'll appreciate some some nicer, neater uh, seat cushions you know, and and a few other niceties, you know, some uh, reels that are nice and lubricated and fresh line and all that jazz that comes with uh, being able to spend time taking care of those things. Good. Captain James Nelson, if people want to book with you, find out what's happening, the variety of trips that you can offer, because you're also still fishing freshwater, too, if people want to do that. How's the best way to get a hold of you? Well, regardless of the type of trip they want, they can always reach me online at thefishicon.com. Um, also at the at the Angler's Arsenal, you know, they could always stop in and say hi to, to uh, Chuck or John there, and they'll hook you up. Or try the old, good old-fashioned phone method, 619-395-0799. All right, Captain James Nelson, the Fish Icon. Thanks a lot for that great report, Jim. We look forward to the next time we get a chance to get together with you and chit-chat. Always a pleasure, John, and I think you and I, we, we've got to get a trip going, you, you and I, here pretty soon, too. So I'll <laughs> talk to you idea. about that. You know, uh, <laughs> we have had some memorable trips with you, James. I don't know, you always seem to come through for us. And, uh, you know, the last time we were out was, uh, hell, we were fishing with Dr. Jim. He's been fishing the bay since 1946, and he says it was absolutely the best trip he'd ever been on. So, you just never know. That great trip is right around the corner, but you got to get out there, get in the boat, and get with it, or else it ain't going to happen. Absolutely. Can't catch them on the couch. All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Captain Jim. Hey, we'll talk to you this coming week. Hey, that's it for the first hour of Rod and Reel Radio, but there is still more Rod and Reel Radio to come. Coming up in the second hour, Captain Drew Card. He's going to be with us from the Pacific Queen, and also... He's going to let us know about five-star processing, what's happening there. So stay tuned. Stan and I will be back right after these messages. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
Quantum Fishing's got something for everybody. From the smallest angler to the oldest veteran, we can get you out there fishing with the greatest reels on the market today. From the all-new for 2016 Icon PT to the Tour Mag to the brand-new redesigned Smoke Reel, we've got something for everyone in your family. Have some fun. Take it, kid fishing. They're the future of our sport. Quantum, we are performance-tuned. You can get your quantum products at anglersarsenal.com or anglersarsenal in the Mesa at 619-466-8355. Attention Rod and Reel Radio listeners. Be sure to check out the Code Group mobile app. You can listen to the Rod and Reel Radio show live along with show archives without internet access. The Code Group app has all kinds of cool features for fishermen, including daily Southern California saltwater reports, weather reports, episodes of inside sport fishing marine traffic and much more get the free code group mobile app by texting the word real r-e-e-l to 90407 or enter the words code group in the app store on your smartphone hi this is bss record holder dean rojas el cajon ford helped me when i got started in my career and let them help you with a new f-series ford truck and remember nobody beats el cajon ford Hey, Stan, and I want to welcome you back to our Rod and Reel Radio. Well, our next guest is uh, someone that most all of you know, if you don't know him, as being the owner-operator of Pacific Queen. He is now the, one of the new owners of Five Star Processing, and I owe him a little bit of an apology. Let's get him on with us, Captain Drew Card. Captain Drew, how you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing good. How about you? All right, and... The reason why I owe you an apology, uh, Drew, is that Wendy Toshihara originally set up this interview to be with us tonight, and then what does she do? She goes out, and she goes out on a fishing trip this weekend. So I hope, <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I hope you can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is good for her. <laughs> uh, man, you know, and Captain Drew also, uh, I was telling you that we have, here at Ron Real Radio, we have a little bit of a an emotional connection with you because, you know, one of the founders of the show was Captain Eddie McCune, and needless to say, Captain Eddie McCune and the Pacific Queen, they're almost synonymous. So you've taken on and are on a boat over there that has a heck of a lot of good karma with it. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's one of the cool things about the Pacific Queen is just all the history that it's got, and, you know, it's... It's fun to hear from the passengers because you got we got people on the boat that are bringing their kids out that went on the boat as kids, you know, with their dad and their grandfather, and it, it's just got so much history. So it's, it's cool to be a part of. It's a great boat. Uh, it's fun to own, and it's fun to hear everybody's stories. Well, yeah, but uh, you're going out now this season, and uh, you guys have been doing pretty good. Tell us how uh, uh, the local fishing has been uh, because – it just seemed like three weeks ago there was nothing happening, and then all of a sudden, kaboom, they're here. Yeah, yeah it, it, you know, fishing's definitely starting to heat up. It's been kind of a weird season. Uh, you know, we had a really good winter, a really good spring, and it seemed like just when summer was getting here, fishing kind of slowed down. Kind of, It didn't die off, but it just definitely got tougher than what we were experiencing all winter and spring. So um, things have kind of started to turn around the last week uh you know we've had some really good catches on on bluefin tuna more of a catchable grade too like i'd say uh you know 13 to 18 pound bluefin tuna uh there's some good grade yellowtail 
you know, to the west to go with that bluefin tuna, as well as a chance to catch a trophy bluefin tuna. And then uh, there's good kelp fishing starting to, you know, just take take shape here in the last week. Uh, good yellowfin tuna fishing. There's good dorado and some good yellowtail on the coast as well. So a lot of different options. Great opportunity to have a really good trip right now. Drew, what kind of fishing opportunities is the Pacific Queen offering with regards to the range of trips? Uh, well, we, we offer, you know, we try and just do whatever we can as far as from a one-day trip to a four-day trip. And, and sometimes things change based on fishing conditions. This time of year, our schedule, our schedule is pretty well set. Uh, you know, uh, most of what we do this time of year would be like a two-day, two-and-a-half, and a and a three-day trip. Probably starting next month, we'll be more into like the day-and-a-half trips. But we kind of offer like a wide wide variety of trips. You know, we did a three-quarter day this this month, and we've done as, as uh, long of a trip as a three-and-a-half-day trip. So uh, we offer, you know, anything kind of like in that one- to four-day four range. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Captain Chuck Taff was telling us that there was, there seemed to be a big body of yellowfin coming up from the south, and we're noticing there are more yellowfin in the count now. Is that where they're coming from, or is is everything just mixed up? No, it, it, there's different areas. You know, most of that yellowfin and you know, Dorado, kind of that kelp kelp fishing you'd call it, is is more to the south. And that bluefin area is kind of you know, it's not is in a different area. There are some better grade yellowfin mixed in with that bluefin, but. For the most part, you know, it's kind of one or the other. If you're on a longer trip, there is potential to do both. I'd say you'd probably have to be on at least a three-day trip to kind of capitalize on both. But, yeah, there's, there's a, like I said, you know, like this last trip they got in, I, the guys had uh, over 40 bluefin tuna, uh, a bunch of really nice grade yellowtail, and then day two they decided to go kelp fishing, and they had 105 yellowfin tuna and, and a bunch of Dorado to go with it. So, uh, you know, there's good opportunity and, you know, a couple different areas. You know, Captain uh, uh, Drew, it seemed like, uh, you know, just uh, a few weeks ago we were talking about catching blue, big bluefin using a balloon or a kite, yummy flyer. The private boaters are still doing it. I know some of the sports fishers were trying to do it. It, it really isn't super conducive when you've got, a bunch of other people on the boat with you, and now we're seeing a few more yellowfin uh, and a few more uh, bluefin come into the uh, mix. Is 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 this happening now using more conventional means like fin baits and flat falls and jigs and all this other kind of stuff that we're a little more used to fishing? Yeah, and and and, it, and really, it's been kind of happening for a while now. That. You know, even that big bluefin, there's been a lot of that fish caught this year on flat falls. I wouldn't say there's been a, a ton of fish caught on fin bait, um, but there has been a lot on jigs. A lot more caught, you know, a lot more big fish caught this year, like on traditional rigs where, you know, like you can, if you have 30 people on the boat, everybody can have a shot rather than just, you know, one yummy flyer or one, one uh, you know, double sardine rig or whatever on the kite you know this year there's been a lot more opportunity for you know just whoever whoever's on the boat as long as they're working hard at it and giving it an honest try to catch one of those big fish wow so you know we're seeing uh, the mix coming up when 
when you let's say you've got uh, uh, passengers going on a, a a day and a half, two and a half day trip, what kind of gear are you telling them to come up with with the mix that we've got right now? Yeah, I mean, you pretty much just want to bring whatever you got, you know. I mean, <laughs> it's it, it, and really, it's day to day what we're doing, you know, where 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 we're going and what we're going to fish that time. So it's like, you know, you pretty much want to have anything from a you know, 20, 25-pound outfit on up to a 100-pound outfit. Uh, you know, you could probably on the heavier side get away with, like, maybe 80-pound, and you just have a heavy leader attached to, like, a flat fall or something. You know, we we use the heavy heavy leader, obviously, for abrasion with those big fish. Uh, you know, you can catch one on 80-pound. You just, you just need the heavier leader. But, yeah, you, you just bring out a range of gear. Pretty much whatever you got, bring it out, you know, bring some fluorocarbon, a range of different size hooks, you know, for the different baits. And uh, it's really hard just to pick one outfit or just a couple outfits, you know. Like typically this time of year, you might say, just bring a, a 20, 30, and a 40, and you'll be no problem. You know, the last couple of years, you got to bring out pretty much everything you got in the garage. <laughs> well, not... Not only the outfits, but guys must be bringing refrigerator-sized tackle bags in order to accommodate everything because uh, there's a real mix out there. Oh yeah, and it's it's pretty classic on you know some of our two and a half and three. I mean, even on a two-day trip, it, you know, we hold a lot of tackle. I don't know exactly how many rods we hold, but uh, a lot of rods. I, I'm guessing we can hold enough for five or six rods per person and. You know, we're having to put rods up on the upper deck to store them just because there's just so much tackle on the boat. <laughs> but it's kind of what you need to do. I mean, it's it just the last couple of years, it's like long-range fishing locally. And, and that's what it – I mean, the last couple of years, I think you had just a good chance catching a cow within 40, 40 miles of San Diego as you did, you know, you know, 800 miles of San Diego. It's crazy. Now, if you're intending to uh, uh, fly line baits, we had uh, Zach Zorn on earlier that was telling us that, hey, there seems to be a mix of baits out there. It's either small sardines or large sardines and not a lot in the middle. Is that the case? And if so, what kind of uh, size hooks should the fishermen be bringing out there to uh, uh, fly line uh, baits? Yeah, I mean, for the sardines, mostly you're probably going to want anywhere from, like, a 1.0 hook to a 3.0 hook. Uh, on the last trip, they had a larger sardine, so it was really good for that bluefin and larger-grade yellowtail that they were fishing on the anchor. But when they went down the, the coast to go fish that kelp fish, you know, that yellowfin, there's a mix of sizes, but primarily it's smaller. They were having a hard time getting bites with that bigger sardine. So, you know, with, with the bigger sardine, like I said, 1.0 or 3.0 hook, I would say with that smaller sardine, you're probably going to want to go like a one o size hook. And, you know, like there hasn't been much anchovy there, but, you you know, maybe bring out some smaller hooks just in case. Okay. And and then, obviously, they're still leading flat falls. We, we heard one of the guys saying blue and white jigs. This is the year of blue and white jigs. Have you found that to be the case? Or if they're on the chew, do they just about eat anything you uh, you toss out there? Yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I've never really been a believer in yo-yo fishing or flat ball fishing or any of that. You know, like if I'm going to go buy, a, uh, you know, one of those jigs, I'm going to look to kind of find the 
the color that kind of matches the bait we're fishing or, you know, something that I think would be found locally as far as bait. But I've never been a big believer thinking, like, the, the color of the jig is what makes them buy it. I always think more it's the action. So, you know, like if you're yo-yo fishing, if you're if you're really grinding hard on and, and winding that jig up really fast, I feel like those guys have the best chance, you know, especially when we're fishing yo-yo, yo-yos for yellow. Uh, you know, I, I've kind of been a little more suspicious of the color being a uh, – you know, the, the factor in getting that bite. But, you know, whatever, if you if you find that a certain color works good, then go for it. You know, that's, that's what you should use. It's all about what what you feel comfortable with, and if you feel comfortable, you're probably going to have a better shot of getting a bite. You know, with the fish that you have out there, I know in past years we'd spent hours, hours, hours trolling, and then all of a sudden it, it was game on. Uh, are you doing that much uh, trolling this year? Or are you uh, looking for kelps? Are you looking uh, uh, for uh, spots uh, on the finders? I mean, h- how are you getting into these fish, Captain Drew? Uh, well, a lot of that bluefin has been sonar fish. You know, you see spots up, but it's primarily sonar-style fishing. Um, and that yellowfin in Dorado, there, there have been a little period there like a week ago where it was a lot of jig stops, you know, a lot of jig strikes in between maybe a kelp or maybe finding a good school. But uh, it seems like in the last few days it's kind of turned more into kelp fishing. You know, you find that right kelp, like that fish has really kind of moved in and gotten on the kelp. But, you know, like whenever we're moving, we're always trolling. I mean, that's just, you know, there's been years where we hadn't got a troll fish, you know, more than just like a handful the entire year. But, when you're fishing, you're trolling. That's just kind of how it is. And we and we don't just stick to one style of fishing. I, you know, obviously, you might think, oh, there's not a good chance of getting a, a troll fish. But you just stick to what you know and do everything. You know, we're always looking at the sonar. Or there's always a couple guys in the mast looking, you know, through the binos. You're always making sure you're checking your fathometer and you're always, you know, uh, uh, you know, stopping on kelps or at least driving by them, even when you you know there's not fish on kelps. A lot of times you at least want to drive by them and, and make sure because, you know, things are changing constantly, and, they're always, you know, you never know what you're going to find each day. Well, are are you suggesting the, also that uh, people have their passports or their passport cards with uh, you, or are you fishing now in an area where you don't really have to worry about that? Um, all of our trips are are, like, you know, if you're on a two-and-a-half or a three-day trip, you're required to bring a passport. Okay. It doesn't mean we're going to use it, but if we, if you're going on one of those trips, you have to have it. Um, so, like, on a one-day or a day-and-a-half, especially right now, we don't require it, and you will probably wouldn't ever need it. If, it. if it got to a point where all that was available was within 12 miles of Mexico, then, yeah, we'd probably require it. But, um, you know... Just anybody going on a, just a random trip, like from a one-day to a two-day, most likely aren't going to need a passport. And and most of the fishing that we're doing is outside that 12 miles. Okay, so because uh, I've understand, you know, we've talked about bluefin being around the Coronado Islands and great fishing there. We've talked about, uh, and I've heard of some of the uh, extended-range boats, you know, being as close as the nine-mile bank fishing out there because, that's where the fish are. It's probably best just to be prepared for anything because, 
you know, th- the way things are changing, you don't know where the skipper is going to be telling you where you're going to be fishing. Yeah, I mean, we we uh, we were on a three-day, you know, like a week or two ago, and we spent half the time at the Coronado Island. Uh, I've heard a guy spending the entire three-day at the Coronado Islands. I mean, for a little while there, that was the best fishing around. And, and it's still uh, some of the best fishing around, but there's, you know, there's a little more options now, you know. For a time there, it didn't seem like, you know, kind of seemed like our summer was turning out to be a tough one, and that was the only game in town. But there's there's quite a bit to do now. You know, the, the thing about the Passport, it just gives you a lot more options. I, you know, you fish the coast if you need to, and there's been some good grade yelltail on the coast. You can, you know, fish offshore, obviously. But just having the, the Passport and the range of gear, like we were talking about earlier, just gives you the option to do so many different things. Captain Drew, uh, from what you've heard, uh from either boats that are going down uh, farther south or the spotter planes or the commercial fleet, is the main body of fish you believe here right now, or is there still more fish coming up from the south that uh, we're going to be looking at a really extended season here? Yeah, I think I think that, that yellowfin's just starting to move in. You know, it's still down there, the, the majority of what we're catching, like 70 to 100 miles. But, uh, you know, there's a couple different areas of fish. I think what, what we're seeing is what we have. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more yellowfin filter in here in the next few weeks. But, um, you know, what we have is enough fish to keep us busy for a while as well. All right. Hey, Captain Drew, there's still more we want to talk about. Uh, is there any way I can ask you to, to stay with us for another segment? Yeah, no problem. All right. Hey, we are speaking with Captain Drew Card. He's owner-operator of the Pacific Queen, but you know what? We're talking about catching all of these fish. You need to know what to do with these fish after they're caught and you get back into the landing. Captain Drew can happy with that. But we're going to take a break right now. This is Rod and Reel Radio on AM540 at rodandreelradio.com. Stay tuned. There's still a lot more Rod and Reel Radio to come after these messages. I like rafting. I love whitewater. But I never forget that snowmelt in the river can cause cold water shock. I wear a life jacket always. Anyone with me has got to do the same. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Hey everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fish at Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. 
I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, Stan and I, we want to welcome you back to Ron Reels Radio. Wendy is aboard, I believe it's the searcher right now. And if you go to her Facebook page, there's a picture of her with a ginormous tuna. Congratulations, Wendy. We're going to want to hear about it all next week. Stan, I know you've got a, a, a five-and-a-half-day trip coming on up. I've got a one-and-a-half-day, and nothing makes me happier than to come home with a load of fish at 6 o'clock in the morning and figure out, do I have to take those all the way home and prepare them and clean them and, and cut them on up? And man, it's something, and truthfully, it's something I just don't look forward to. No, that's not in my wheelhouse anymore. <laughs> well, hey, we, we've got Captain Drew Card uh, with us uh, uh, from the Pacific Queen, but Captain Drew, I guess you figured, uh, hey, I have a few extra hours and uh, I, I sleep very little. Why don't I go out and do something else? And tell us about, well, it's not new now, but uh, it's relatively new, the, the new operation that you have going to help fishermen with their catch. Yeah, so uh, a couple of us guys in the industry, uh, Marcus from the New Land, uh, Justin Fleck from the XL, and Dave Guys from the XL, uh, banded together, and we purchased uh, Five Star Fish Processing, which, as you guys know, has been around for about 14 years. And, uh, yeah, we decided, you know, we wanted to kind of add to that. We, You know, they do a good job, as it was, but we kind of wanted to be up the – the, the service for the local fleet, we felt like maybe there was a little more potential there that, you know, the as the years have progressed over the last few years, the, the local fishermen who, for the most part, would have had their fish filleted on the boat and taken home, uh, you know, from the, right from there and done whatever they did at home, had, you know, shown a desire to have their fish professionally processed. So uh, we decided to get into that, and, uh, you know, I think it's working out well for us, and I think it works out well for you know the fishermen too, because we're. I, I feel like we're kind of up in the, uh, you know, the taking it from what was primarily like a long range service and 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 bringing it to the local fishermen as well. Well, I guess that's a a, a big plus over here because why did you go through uh, f- through for us the process that if someone is fishing out of one of the landings there on Scott Street, which is Fisherman's Landing, Point Loma, uh, H&M, and uh, Lee Palms. Uh, there are other processors that are working in that area. How can we hook up with Five Star, and how's the best way to stay in contact with them where they know that I want them to process my fish, but I'm not exactly sure uh, how I get a hold of them to make that happen? So if you're on a long-range boat and you want us to come down and process your fish or you want to be number one in line to get your fish processed, you would give us a call. Our phone number is 619-299-9996, or you could just email us, info at 5star.net, or just basically go on our website at 5star.net, and you can sign up for a reservation right there. Uh, We meet every long-range boat. Uh, at the end of their long-range trip, so we're there no matter what. 
you can always sign up right then. Maybe you might have to wait a little longer if you don't have a reservation. But no matter what, every long-range boat, five-star, will be there at the top of the dock to meet you. Now, for a local boat, uh, especially, you know, like a day and a half or a one-day or two-day, uh, you definitely would want to make a reservation. Um, we primarily are there, like I said, every morning because of the long-range fleet. So we'll oftentimes local fishermen will be meeting them as well. But if you, if you call us and say, hey, I'm going to be on the Top Gun 80 or I'm going to be on the New Luan or Pacific Queen and I'd like to get my fish processed, uh, we'll be in you know Tuesday morning, then we'll be down there. Uh, one of the things that we have changed, you know, that none of the processors are doing to kind of open up to the local fleet is we've opened the shop every evening from 7 to 10 in the evening for drop-offs. So if you're on a one-day trip or a two-day trip or any trip that gets in at night, you got a place to take your fish. You just drive it down to Five Star, and we're there to meet you. If you got a bunch of people in your group and, you know, you don't have a way to get it to the shop, then uh, almost every night we can find a way to, to get down there and pick up your fish for you. That is a very handy situation right there because nobody has done that. No, and, and, and like I said, uh, you know, it, it's just a superior product. If you, if you want to go out sport fishing and really enjoy basically the fruits of your labor, getting it processed is the way to go. You know, yes, it's cheaper if you have it done on the boat, but the way, you know, the DFG regulations are and the way they want us to fillet your fish it just doesn't come out the same, and, and and it's not. It's just a better product to have it professionally processed. You take it home, you put it in your freezer, or you you open your bag as soon as you get home, and you just put it on your plate, you put it on the grill, whatever you want to do. It's ready to go. You don't have to mess with it at all. We'll take care of the mess for you. Well, Drew, what you know, the way fishing is right now, and the way you've been explaining it, we can go out there and we can get some. Uh, nice bluefin. We can get some nice yellowtail, uh, uh, yellowfin. There's a nice mix of fish. What happens if I have maybe uh, you know three or four or five fish that are in the 20 pound range, but I also uh, have uh, a dorado that might be eight pound or something like that that I wanted to keep or anything like that. Uh, there used to be a time when I could bring those big fish to you, but eh, that little fish, no. Has that changed at all with you? Yeah, no, it has changed. We take everything. You know, we're, we, uh, you know, we go out there. We know that at times you're not going to get big fish. You're going to get small fish. Uh, it's perfectly legal to keep that fish. We don't see any reason why you shouldn't be able to process it. Um, you know, because of the difference in labor that it takes to play one of those small fish, it's quite a bit more meticulous to get all the bloodline out and everything else. We do charge a little bit more for fish under 10 pounds. But, no, if you if you catch it, you want it processed, we'll take care of it. I mean, we're going to – we'll process whatever you got. Um, you know, the goal in Five Star with my partners is just to say yes and, you know, to just kind of be the yes processor. If you want it done, we'll take care of you. That's our kind of like our, our goal. That's great. Now, what uh, – when we're on the boat, what process do we follow if we want to bring the fish to the fish processor? In other words, do we tell the, gr- uh, the crew, hey, uh, I want it gutted, uh, do I want it bled, do I want you to keep it just the way it is? Uh, what w- should we ask the crew to do? 
Well, I, I think the majority of crews nowadays are, are bleeding their fish. And, and I would say pretty much all the boats out there are doing a pretty good job of taking care of the fish on the boat. So all you really want to do is just tell them you want to keep it whole. You want to take it home whole with you. Um, that's, that, that'll provide you the best opportunity to have the best product after we're done with it. You know, we, we have taken fillets, and we'll, and we'll clean them up for you and bag them. Like if, you know, on accident someone filleted your fish or you didn't know you could do that, until after you get in, we do charge a higher rate, but, you know, it's just not the same. You know, once that meat is in the bag and if there's any kind of water in there, it compromises the product right away. So you, it's best just to bring it to us whole and we'll take it from there. I, I definitely suggest if you have, you know, bluefin or yellowfin, anything like, say, 60, 80 pounds and above to have the crew kill and gut it. I just Most crews are doing that nowadays where they – We'll gill and gut it as soon as it's caught or as soon as it's brought on board. That'll just, uh, you know, increase the quality of the meat. You'll you'll make sure that that meat isn't cooking from the inside out after you after you kill that fish. You know, allow the RSW water to kind of get into that uh, gut cavity and kind of cool it from the outside and the inside. So that would that's a good thing. Like if you if you have a bigger fish, maybe have them gill and gut. But like I said, most crews are doing that automatically as it is, but. The way, uh, the best way to bring us the fish is to bring it to us whole. All right. And, you know, we know that uh, you will, uh, you know, obviously prepare them for us. You put them in uh, vacuum-packed bags. Uh, you know, I, I sometimes have a trouble with vacuum-packed bags, uh, especially ones that I do myself because I think I've got them vacuum-packed, and then I go out and get that piece of meat, and, uh, you know, two months later, and I find out that the integrity of the package has been compromised. Uh, well, what's, uh, what, uh, you know, how do you guys get around that? Well, obviously there's going to be times when either the bag doesn't feel right or maybe, you know, it happens sometimes in the collar. Maybe there's a bone in the collar and it'll poke through the bag. Uh, we, you know, we check what we're doing over and over again to – Whatever we have gets checked several times before it goes into the person's cooler. It's really important when you have a vacuum pack fillet that's frozen that you're really careful with it. You know, like uh, sometimes guys will like to kind of toss their frozen fish into the coolers, and and what that's doing, you got now you have a fillet that's basically rock solid ice, and when it comes in contact with that other fillet, then you have uh, the problem of maybe you're puncturing the bag. But, I um, mean, you know, we have um, real high-end industrial vacuum pack machines, so they do a pretty good job of sealing. Uh, you know, on occasion we do find that maybe a bag here or a bag there didn't seal right, and then you just reseal it. I mean, we we don't worry about how many bags we go through. We just want to make sure the product comes out right. Well, you know, a lot of our fishermen, like Stan, for instance, that aren't here locally here in San Diego, the boat gets in at 6 o'clock in the morning. He's got to make his way back up to L.A. because he's got a job to worry about or someone speared a, a, you know, a sandbar a, you know, over at Lake Havasu or whatever it is. What do you do? How do you help these guys out? They drop their, their fish off, and then what arrangements can they make to come and pick it on up? Well, you got a couple different options. It, you know, the best way, if you want to pick your fish up the same morning that you get in from your trip, would be to make a reservation. And the earlier you make a reservation, the better 
opportunity you have to get out, uh, you know, first or be first in line so that you can get in, get your fish to us, and then get out, you know, within a few hours at a reasonable time. Um, you know, it just kind of depends on, on your lifestyle and maybe what your pocket pocketbook di- dictates, you know. Like, if you can afford it, maybe your best option is just to drop it off and, and you know, you want to get out of there as soon as possible, maybe you have it shipped to you. Maybe, you know, in a couple weeks you're going to go on another fishing trip and you decide, oh, maybe I'll just come back and pick it up in a couple weeks. Maybe you want to, you know, we got plenty of people that go fishing. They come in, drop their fish off, and they're like, oh, just come back in a week because I don't want to hang out right now and wait for that fish. I'll bring my wife down, and we'll have a nice day in San Diego, and then uh, we'll pick up our fish then. But, you know, you got several different options. You can have it shipped. You can pick it up that same day, or you can come back and pick it up later. I, you know, the best, best option or the best uh, advice I would say for the angler is call ahead of time and say, hey, this is the day I'm getting in. What does that day look like? Because oftentimes guys forget that, you know, their boat isn't the only boat coming in. So there could oh, yeah. be four or five boats coming in. And, and we kind of play, what we do is we do first, first come, first serve on the boat and then through reservations on that. So, you know, if we have like five reservations on the Red Rooster and five on the Shogun, whichever boat gets in first, those reservations go first. So, um, you know, just keep in contact with us at the shop. You know, give us a call. Ask us what the day looks like. If you don't feel like hanging out there for that long, then you can always take off and come back, or we can ship it to you. All right. And, you know, we're talking about, you know, taking the fresh fish and uh, you guys sizing it, proportioning it, and then putting it in uh, vacuum packs and freezing it. Do you offer any other type of processing of uh, our catch that uh, we might be interested in? Yeah, well, we, we smoke fish and we also jerky fish. So a um, couple different options there. You know, if you don't, you know, a lot, a lot of times guys will have a bunch of yellowtail and they'll be like, oh, you know, I want this much filleted, I'll have this much jerkied, and say I'll have this much smoked. Um, you know, they, they did away with the, uh, the canning, you know, fisherman's canning is gone. So, um, you know, another option, especially this will be an option, I, I'm assuming, come this, this uh, long rain season, you know, during the longer trips, whereas in the past guys would trade their fish for cans. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, a, there's an option to donate your fish. So you can donate it. You can get a, uh, you know, a, a tax write-off receipt from us, and we can, uh, you know, make that out to, to the angler, and then uh, you can use that as a ta- tax write-off at the uh, – at the end of the year tax year. Well, Captain Drew, this is uh, a great time to go fishing, a great time to be using a fish processor. Number one, if people want to find out what the schedule is for the Pacific Queen, how can they go about doing that? So the best way to find out the, the schedule on the Pacific Queen is just go directly our, to our website, and our website is uh, wwwpacific queen.com you can click on the schedule link you can check out all our trips right there and uh, you can get signed up right there and uh, we you know we're we're booked up pretty far in advance I think we're booked up till the middle of September but we do have two openings at the end of this week for one day trips so there's a rare opportunity to get on a, to one of our one day trips with short notice so that's what's going on there 
And if you okay. want to, um, if you're interested in the processor, it's uh, 619-299-9996. Or you can uh, check out our website at info, or I'm, I'm sorry, at fivestars.net. All right, Captain Drew Card, thanks for spending some Sunday with us. A lot of great information there, a lot of great fishing, and a lot of great information on what to do to take our catch and really preserve it for the precious cargo it is. We appreciate you being with us. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. I appreciate you guys having me on. And, uh, yeah, enjoy uh, the rest of the season. I think we're going to have a, a good uh, good end of the summer and into the fall. All right. Captain Drew Card from Pacific Queen and Five Star Processing. Hey, we're going to take a break right now, but coming up next, I know we are going to try to catch up with the Shea McTee Took a little trip down to Goose Lodge. Hopefully Marty Goose can join us. Uh, Stan was there. We're going to talk a little bit about how that experience was, but stay tuned. There's still more Rod and Reel Radio to come after these messages. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Don't you just love California in the summer? Just remember, if you love California and you love the boat, please wear your life jacket and make sure the people you love wear one too. Love California, Boat California, Save California. Share the love at BoatCalifornia.com. Hey, bass fishermen. Who do you call for your bass boat insurance? Well, if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT for your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the Bass Boat Program it is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right. You only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Call 1-800-227-7262 or just spell BASSBOAT. 1-800-BASSBOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASSBOAT, the choice of the pros for bass boat insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. Rod and Reel Radio is now available as a podcast you can subscribe to on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Get notified as soon as new episodes are available, or go back and listen to our past shows. Browse through all of our archive shows at roddenreelradio.com slash archives, and click the subscribe button to get started listening now. Hey, Stan and I, we want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio. Well, Stan, every year you uh, try to make it to Goose Lodge. This year... You grabbed a guy, you kind of forced him out of his own comfort zone and said, hey, <laughs> you got to come with us. You're going to have a great time. Why don't you introduce the next guest to us, please? Yeah, I'm honored to be a regular and, and be involved with the, 
the number one fishing show in the West, Stoked on Fishing, and my friend Shay McEntee has uh, become a great friend, like a brother, and, and I get a chance to travel around and play a lot. And so I told him, hey, I'm going to take you someplace that you've never been before, and you got to be, you just got to go, because you can't, there's nothing I can tell you about Alaska that uh, it'll make up for you going on your own. So, Shay, welcome <laughs> to the show, buddy. <laughs> Thank you very much, gentlemen, for having me. Hey. So, you know, I told John, I go, I think it, it's best for, you know, for for us to have someone else other than me say what they think about, one, going to Alaska, and two, going to Goose Lodge. So I'm going to let you tell the story. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. There is there's just, you pretty much kind of summed it up, Stan, with, with what you told me is you just have to go. Um, and I put it in my post right out of the gate was, you can't explain it with videos or photographs or words or stories um, because it's just one of those places, like you said, you have to just go to. And as much as I've seen it on TV, you see it in the Fred Hall shows, you know, it's, it's, I've always wanted to go there, and it just timing has not been right. And then finally, uh, Marty and we all put that thing together, and, it, and the timing was right. And it was just a jaw dropper. Very, very impressed with the entire trip. And, uh, you know, just a couple of things just out of the gate that I learned with Alaska is uh, Mother Nature runs the show. You do not. And you build, <laughs> you do your plans around Mother Nature. And the other thing is safety. Safety is first there. And uh, being with Marty uh, is the comfort zone is a big deal and um, him and his flying experience and his family and how they take care of you out there is a big deal and you feel very comfortable uh, hanging out with them. And the other thing that I learned with you, Stan, was uh, you become part of the family. It's not a giant resort where they host 20, 30 people and you just become a number. It's really a family experience and that's what I love most about it. So when you got there, I mean, we had to go have you know, halibut chips and a, and a beer before of we course. left. But that was, of course, that's always a good start. <laughs> but then we fly out, and flying out from the the smaller airport with Lake Clark Air, and and you have to go over the mountains to uh, to, to the, about the central part of Alaska. And tell them about that that little adventure there. Well, the, the small plane stuff is it's pretty much I just called it. It's like an Uber in Alaska. It's, it's you deal with nothing but small planes, and it's the only way you get around the place. And, again, deal with Mother Nature. It allows you to go through that pass, or you have to go left and bank around it or up below it. And going through my first time ever through that pass, which Mother Nature allowed us to go through it and seeing glaciers, and we're just, it seemed like we were 50 feet just off the side of the mountain. And I was calling it the Lord of the Rings, basically. I was a, that's, that's the best way I can describe <laughs> it, is the Lord of the Rings. Um, and I was just, again, just in awe, uh, trying to film and take pictures and just freak out at the same time. You know, uh, uh, Shay, I, I made it to Alaska for the first time. You know, I'm born and bred here in Southern California. I, I grew up in yep. Los Angeles, uh, came down here to San Diego. I'm used to more urban environment. I've, I've, yes, I've done some hunting, but I'm not a big hunter. Uh, I've, I've done a lot of fishing, but it's mainly been off our coast. 
you go up to Alaska, and, and the only thing I can I can say it's it's almost like sensory overload for a fellow like us or me. I should you, say it's incredible. You, you said it. You really did hit it. it. It's as you're traveling over with the small planes and looking down the amount of water. And the, the word of the trip was big. Everything there is giant and big. Everything. And the, the amount of water that you see uh, left and right and uh, as you come into uh, Iliamna Lake and then you see the streams and rivers, it's overwhelming. And then, you know, when we got to go to the Nushigak, it's overwhelming to a first-timer, and I was a first-timer. Stan's been there. I think this was his eighth time there uh, with his wife, and um, I can see why. You know, well, you know we, <laughs> we we put Shane. Shane got got the ride of his life. He got we shoved him in the very tail section of the plane, packed <laughs> everything around him. It was pretty hilarious, actually. Uh, and then took him on a well. His first experience was going up the the river, Iliamna River, and and uh, catching a rainbow trout and Arctic char. And I told him my my quest in in going to Alaska is catching a 30-inch rainbow trout. And and the the first fish I got was 27 and a half. <laughs> and, uh, but we had an, just an exceptional fishing trip. I mean, you cannot, I cannot tell you how fun it is, but, but uh, he and JT and my wife and I had just bonus rounds after. But you, you can tell them a little bit about your experience going up the river. Uh, well, it starts with a jet boat, and Marty's son, um, I'm, I'm lost for words right now, but Marty's son is a complete professional. Um, uh, what's his name, Stan? Well, you, Help me uh, out there. Um, now you got or, me stuttering here. I know. I'll come I'm up sorry. with it in just a second here. Regardless, um, he is an absolute pro uh, on the lake, or I'm sorry, on, the, on that river, and he knows every turn left by right, and you'll see from my footage, I mean, I did complete, I filmed the entire run and they run like six seven eight miles up this river and the thing is is again i grew up in the sierras you know we i grew up in southern california like you mentioned you guys mentioned earlier and when you start seeing this it, it is trout overload and you are actually going over areas where you're seeing trout spurt and shoot everywhere and you're like going oh there goes a great area to fish there goes a great area to fish and you're like where in the world am i going there's all these great areas to fish and they just keep going and you're going under logs and around, and then you find you're just yourself on a beach, and it's all you um, because there's only a few lodges there that do this and then have the rights to fish this area. And you don't it's, – it's, there's no rushing involved because you're just taking it all in. It's just it's not, it's complete awe, and I'm trying to film it, and it's just like these guys just start getting out there, and right off the bat, it's just bendo. I mean, it's fly fishing and throwing the spinners – and uh, that was another thing I loved about Marty and uh, the whole lodge was it's they are not bummed on you if you do spinning. I'm not a professional fly fisherman. I'm not good at it. So uh, I had minimal time to fish, and I loved throwing the spinner uh, with little black uh, jig feathers and stuff like that. And then Marty uh, and the boys and uh, Stan and the wife were doing the fly fishing as well. But um, just the fishing was unbelievable. Um, it was all you wanted uh, from spot to spot. And, the, you know, and the lodge itself, it it's incredible if you, you know, you can see the pictures. You've never been to the lodge. I, I had the same experience at Sure Strike Lodge down in Craig. You mm-hmm. haven't been there. You really don't know what to, to expect, and you get <laughs> to the place, and you see the amenities, 
And the, the thing that you scratch your head and you're going, how the heck do they get all this stuff up here? Uh, you said it. it's multiple trips in a small plane. <laughs> it's hard work. Um, and that's what you're going to get when uh, it's one thing I said to Stan, I'm like this Marty guy and his family, they never stop. And Marty, the guy is, he's just an angel sent down from above. And I said that to Stan again. It's like, he never stops. They just go, 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 go. And Alaska, everyone needs help sometimes. And he, he can take off in his backyard with his plane and go help somebody out. But the lodge itself is awesome. Um, and uh, there's zero TVs. Call it what you want. I love that. And basically, the Mother Nature and looking outside the windows that you'll see from my photos, and Stan will tell you this, too, you just, I just found myself staring out the window, and you just see Mother Nature happening right in front of your yeah, face. Yeah, and instead of watching TV and, and uh, you know, or, or doing something else, Shane would just sit down in front of those windows and watch the river and, and put whatever gear he was going to be using the next day together and sit there for hours, actually. He would sometimes two or three yeah. hours sitting there just watching the river, watching, looking outside, watching the eagles, had some bears come by. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got entertainment well. going left and right. Now, Shay, <laughs> tell, tell, tell us a little bit about Stoked on Fishing and especially this segment that uh, you went to stand with. Uh, uh, when does the show air? Where can people uh, see it? And then can you give us any particulars about going to Goose Lodge, when that might air? Uh, yes. Basically, I can't wait to get into the footage. I've been peeking at it left and right. All the underwater stuff I shot from uh, the salmon fishing of the Nishigak to Iliam the Rivder. I've got some fantastic stuff. I've got eagles attacking my drone. And just, <laughs> it's just, it's really amazing, amazing stuff. So I'm really excited to get into it. Right now, um, Stoked on Fishing, we are on break and we fire back up end of October and we get going with new shows in November. So my goal is to air this. Uh, right in the middle before uh, November and the Fred Hall show so we can really get people to come and meet uh, Marty and talk to him at the booth. We'll find out what uh, he, what number he is and all that stuff. But it'll be airing in November, December, right around Christmas time uh, and getting people fired up for the Fred Hall show and uh, meeting Marty and stuff like that. All right, and we want to tell our listeners uh, we uh, made an attempt to get Marty on, and Marty is between point A and point B. And obviously, if you've ever traveled in Alaska, that doesn't yep. <laughs> necessarily mean that the schedule is going to make it. And and we could not get Marty with us on tonight, but I know we will have him on at a later date. It it just sounds like it's just completely awesome, Shay. I I, I can't thank you enough for for being with us and telling us about this. And then also, uh, if Stan asks you to go up there again, is he going to have to bring you kicking and screaming? Do you think? <laughs> Um, actually, no, Stan doesn't even know this, but he's not even going. Uh, I'm going on my own trip with my own group of people. <laughs> <laughs> see? You see? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. No, um, Stan and I and Marty are still talking about our trip, but yes, hands down, I'm going next year, and I hope to make it an annual trip, and we're going to definitely do a Stoked on Fishing Charter out of this Alaska adventure because I have already fallen in love with the place. Wow. Okay. Hey, Shay, again, tell us. Stoked on fishing. Uh, where can we see it? Uh, where will it be airing? And and is the sh- is reruns of the show on now, or are you going to start the season uh, anew here again in a couple of months? Yeah, uh, we're, I'm excited to uh, say that I'm actually in my fifth season uh, yeah. going on. Like I said, it'll air in November, which is a dream come true for me. 
uh, Stan, I thank you very much for helping me out and being, uh, you know, backbone to uh, this whole dream come true. And then uh, my YouTube channel, Stoked on Fishing uh, YouTube channel, is blowing up right now. There's a ton of I've got over 100 shows on there now, and I'm uploading the rest of my fourth season. And like I said, we fire up our fifth season come here uh, Christmas time, November. All right. Shea uh, McAtee, uh, Stoked on Fishing. Thanks for sharing with us uh, some of your remembrances of Goose Lodge. And not only that, we look forward to seeing the show on Goose Lodge and some of the other places you've been with the new season starts. I appreciate you being with us tonight. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it, Stan. I'll talk to you soon. And uh, awesome, guys. Stoked on fishing, baby. (laughs) Thanks, Shay. (laughs) Always, bud. Always, always. Hey, Stan, that's it for tonight. we got to pull a plug on it. Well, you know, once again, we've covered, we've been a little bit of everywhere tonight, and that's all good. All right. Hey, and you, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to us. Always, I want to thank Jorge and the AM540 Studios. Ben here working with us in San Diego and always in memory of Big Tuna Bill, Eddie McEwen, and one of the best sponsors we've ever had here on Rod and Reel Radio, Mr. Paul Leader at Elko and Ford. So on behalf of everyone, you guys have a great night. We'll be on next Sunday night starting at 5.05 p.m. on AM 540. So get out there and get them, man. They are getting away. We'll see you on the water. We're out for now. Good night, everybody. You gone fishing.